welcome back to the podcast. Um, today we have our first ever guest. Do you want to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do? Yeah, my name is Kyra. I'm 22. I'm from Chicago, but I live in LA now. I'm a singer-songwriter. I was an American Idol. That's where most people know me by. Um, but I've been releasing my own music and yeah, I'm just doing the whole music thing. Super cool. So, okay, we wanted to kind of get into like your childhood. Okay. Where you grew up. I know you said you were from Chicago, but like, do you have any siblings, like type of thing? No siblings. I'm an only okay. child, which honestly, I hated growing up. And now I'm like, thank you, because um, I don't know. I feel like I got all the attention. That's <laughs> and true. like being in music, like my mom was able to drive me to all my, like, my mm-hmm. lessons and everything. And I feel like it would be so, I mean, I would love to have a sibling, but it definitely yeah. made things a lot easier. And like, yeah, I, yeah, no siblings, but I'm happy to be an only child yeah. now. But I have so, so many cousins, which is okay. basically like so big family, big family. Okay. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, when you were a kid, then like, did you, you go to like music lessons and all? Yeah. That? So my mom had a music school, and that's kind of where it all started. So she's a piano teacher. Oh, um. Nice. So whenever I'd be bored, I would just like go to random teachers and just like try to learn as many instruments as I can. Yeah. But yeah, that was definitely like. The best part of my childhood is just learning and yeah, getting all the information about music as like like as right. much as I could. So yeah. So is anyone else in your movie or your movie? <laughs> in, your, in your family musical? So my mom's a piano teacher. Um, my dad is not in music at all. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's always been kind of like a creative household. Um, my mom would always like play music and involve me in like all her music things. Yeah. But um, my dad is not at all. And then the rest of my family. They enjoy music, but no one's ever, like, actually pursued it or anything. Right. And, like, growing up, did you, like, envision yourself on a different path? Or did you always see yourself doing just this? No, like, I always knew. I was, like, in middle school doing shows and telling my teachers, like, "Um, (laughs) I don't know if I'm going to be able to uh, turn in my homework because I have this show. And they're like, okay. (laughs) So, yeah, I, like, always knew one way or another because it's just all I've ever known. So. Yeah, that's so cute. Wait, when, like, how old were you when you were, like, okay, like, I actually have a voice, I sound good, like? Uh, I was 12, which sounds yeah. crazy, but that's, like, when I started my first band, so okay. I would go to my mom's school, and I'd just be, like, everyone's older than me, but I'd be, like, okay, so he's good, she's good, let's start a band, and I, like, yeah, it was, I don't know where that confidence came from, Yeah. but, um, yeah, I basically, we started the whole band when I was 12, everyone else was, like, in high school, so I was, like, trying to be as cool as them mm, yeah okay like I need to practice I need to do this and um so yeah I yeah <laughs> and like when did you write your first song and how did that like process work honestly my first songs were so trash like so bad I'm pretty sure the first song I wrote, wrote was don't give up like okay I'll give us some more <laughs> so um but but I, I don't remember how old I was. It was probably, like, around, like, when I started the first band. And then I just started, like, growing as an artist. Yeah. But I remember, like, I used to work with another manager. And it was, just, like, a really toxic situation. And this person kept telling me, like, no, like, you can't write. Like, someone else has to write for you. I kind of, like, shut down. And I was just like, yeah. okay, I can't write. And then when we stopped um, working together, I started working with my manager that I work with now. And he was like, no, you're going to write. Like, right. I don't care. Like, you're, I'm going to put you in rooms, and 
even if you don't say anything, like watch other people write and you'll get yeah. better. And then like slowly I started breaking out of my shell, but that yeah. like really crushed me. Yeah. And then now I'm like super comfortable with it, but right. it so took some time. <laughs> your old manager, you met them when you like moved to LA? So no, I started working with them when I was like 15, which is okay. crazy. And I think it was definitely like a, I'm not putting all the blame on them because I was 15. Like I didn't know who yeah. I was. This person was telling me like, no, you should do this and this and this. And I was just like, no, no, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. When it's like, what 15 year old like knows, mm-hmm. right. you know? Yeah. So um, I think it was just like a little too soon to be like doing all of that. Yeah. And I think I needed to like learn myself more and like, yeah. um, s- like sing more and write more and like kind of know who I am before getting in these relationships yeah but yeah it was definitely like not a fun time I feel like being a woman too like in the industry especially that young like people kind of take advantage of you how did you kind of get yourself out of that situation because I know it can be like difficult it's difficult because when I was that young which still happens like I get so like again like manipulated and Mm -hmm. people especially when you're a young female it's like yeah it's like a target, you know? So this person was telling me, like, I can change your life. I could do this and mm-hmm. this and this. And then a year goes by and I'm like, nothing has been done. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and I know things take time, but it, there was just, like, so much toxic uh, toxicity happening yeah. where it's like, oh, like, you don't look good. You don't do this good. And I'm just like, oh, like, this is crazy. But I think it was one conversation that was just so negative. And I remember I was just like, you don't even like me. Like, why are you mm-hmm. working with yeah. me? And then I, I, like, I was like, okay this instead and then obviously there's so many like legal things that you're tied into but um thankfully I was a minor at that time so Mm. I got out of it but um yeah I actually never talked about that but it was definitely a learning lesson I had to go to therapy after it was like my first I got my first like panic attack it was crazy like the way that people can take advantage of you and like really hurt you Mm. especially as a young female when you're still growing and like you're still oh not God, fully yeah. confident in yourself and, be, and someone's like, mm, you look bad, you look fat, you look blah, yeah. blah, blah. It's like, oh my God, like, it's so much to deal with. And I feel like I learned so much from that situation. Um, even like working with anyone now, I'm like so uh, cautious. And yeah. I'm just yeah. like, okay, well, if you're saying too much, I don't believe you. If like, mm-hmm. it's like these, all these little red flags and I'm like, okay, it's kind of like dating. Like, okay like literally finding a manager and like people on your team is like dating because it's like you're trusting them with your career yeah so you want to make sure that they have the best intentions but it definitely gets tricky (laughs) and how do you like make sure now that you like protect your mental health in this industry because it's a lot I mean I that's actually a really interesting topic because I come from like a Polish Mm -hmm. immigrant family where mental health is like (laughs) non-existent So, I'm Ecuadorian, so like okay. I feel that. Yeah, I feel like all yeah. immigrants like understand where yeah. it's like. Yeah. Like I would get anxiety, and I would tell my parents, I'd just be like, "Yeah, okay, well, just like want to talk about it," and I'm right. like, "Okay, well, maybe I should go to therapy." And they're like, yeah. "Why? Like, right. just waste some money, talk mm-hmm. to us." And I'm like, "Oh no." So, um, yeah, no, it's definitely hard. Kind of when I was living at home, I think it was hard mm-hmm. because my parents were just so like, "Okay, like let's work, let's do this," like. I mean, they came from nothing. Even when I was 15, that's why my mindset was like, okay, like we need to start working. Like I need to start having a career very early on. I was making sacrifices that were just like a child should not do. Yeah. So I think when I moved out here, honestly, LA is like so pro mental health, which I love. And like taking time for yourself and like actually putting yourself first is so Mm -hmm. important. 
Um, and I feel like I really did that when I kind of stepped away from, not that my household was toxic, but it was just kind of like, okay, now like I just have a different mindset yeah. Yeah. and yeah. I can meditate and not be like, what are you doing? Right. Like, that yeah. doesn't work. Like, you know, but I don't know. There's so many tricks. I love to journal. I love to uh, meditate. Manifesting is huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like getting in the right mindset is huge, yeah. especially like during idol, which we can get into. Like in the beginning, I was so like, it was just so bad. I was so negative with myself. And I really had to like center myself and use like little things that yeah. help me with my mental health. But girl, I know about anxiety. It mm. It's hard it's especially so hard. like i don't know it it can get to you so yeah i have especially to learn to live with it <laughs> when you like it manifests into like physical stuff mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh i feel like God. i can't breathe or then ugh, my first like panic attack worse. i literally thought i was dying yeah me too i, I like, literally went to the hospital i was like yeah, i have to go yeah, to the no, hospital it's like a heart attack or like i, I went and they were like you're just anxious and yeah, i was like okay <laughs> i know it's so scary so like getting that like working on it is so important i think therapy is like so amazing i know it's hard to find a good therapist good therapy, but yeah. it's kind of like dating again like you just have to date around date i around guess <laughs> yeah but it's hard it's for sure hard so okay you talked about american idol yes. but before we get into that so before like when you were in chicago or even in la like what did you do work-wise so i so i actually um left high school a year early because i was like i need to move to la and I like tested out of all my classes and I literally grinded my ass. I don't yeah. know if you swear, but oh, yeah, I, was, like, <laughs> I was like literally playing the weirdest gigs. I was doing restaurant gigs. I was doing like, I remember one time I had like sang at a grocery store opening, like anything <laughs> yeah, for I a check, that. anything for a check. I was yeah. just like, I need to make my money in order to move to LA. Yeah. yeah. Cause like knowing my parents, they'd probably be like, how long yeah, are you going anywhere? So I'd just be like, well, yeah, I got my money. I'm safe. Yeah. But I was doing literally anything and everything that would pay. Mm-hmm. Obviously not like crazy things, but like just random grocery store openings. I was like doing like all the restaurants, like anything. Yeah, I know. Like on American Idol, you said the restaurants. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, when I moved out here, I was still like doing some restaurant gigs, anything just to like keep me here. And like, because mm-hmm. this is just the best place to be for music. So I was like, anything to you know pay my rent and when you yeah, moved here did you move like alone or did you have roommates um so my first year i lived with a roommate um and then i started living alone so it's been like four years now so yeah wow four years i know wow the pandemic like really wait, things wait. By, but how old are you i'm 22 22 yeah well yeah you can get into american idol yeah all right how the hell did that happen (laughs) honestly like it's always been on my radar um i did america's got talent when i was like really young i think i was 14 or 15 and i got through with four yeses and then i was just like "Mm, this is not for me like this is way too much for a little 15 yeah um and then american idol was like always like in my mind but Mm -hmm. I was just kind of like okay I want to be ready for it I want to have the right music I want to like present myself as an artist because I feel like that's the way to stand out of that competition is like okay everyone's good at singing but like what else do you have to offer so like years of like performing was like I had that under my belt and just kind of like making my own music so I was just like trying to use as many like those of those tools that I could bring to the table um and it was great like I 
audition in Vegas. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. a really dope What's experience. the, like, pre-audition process like? Like, do you have to submit videos or you literally just, like, go? So they do, like, they used to do the process that's, like, you they go to all the different cities and, like, you stand in those mm-hmm. lines and now it's all through Zoom. Okay. And I know that they started doing that during the pandemic. I don't know if they're still doing that. I think they are, but it's, like, so easy. You can literally yeah. just sign up online and then just, if you get through, like, there's, like, a bunch of, I don't know how many uh, auditions there are, like, before you see the judges, but you have to, like, talk to all the producers and, like, do all of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's a few steps before, but um, I think it's all through Zoom now, so you don't even have to leave your house, which is crazy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but that gives, like, other people, like, Yeah, it gives, like, so many yeah, yeah. people opportunities that, like, can't, you know, go to, like, a major city to audition. Exactly. So. How nervous were you walking in and seeing all the judges? Oh, my God. I feel like Katy Perry would be like, Oh my God. Yeah, who are the judges on? <laughs> who are the judges on your like? Season? It was Lionel Richie, Katy Perry, and Luke Bryan. Okay. So sick. So yeah, it was kind of weird. Like I was really nervous before because you're sitting there for like, I mean, you're actually sitting there all day, like waiting for mm-hmm. what they called, and then once they kind of put you in that space where you have to like walk through the doors, you have to watch a few people get out of the doors and like see if they made it. Or yeah. Not. And I swear to God, the three people before me did not make it. Oh, my God. So I was just like, and I like, would hear them saying, I'm like, mm, she sounded good. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> um, but it was, it was so nerve wracking. I had my mom with me, which love her, but she makes things so much worse. Yeah. Because yeah, they make you nervous. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I'm like, yeah. okay. And she just like constantly talk. And I'm just like, oh my God. Okay. It's fine. But yeah. So I went in there and I genuinely like did not think they were real i was just like yeah okay you guys look so beautiful and mm-hmm. fake um like this is not happening yeah. um and then like once they started talking they have this like charm about them where it's just so like personable like they yeah. were just off the gate like great conversation and i was just like okay wait this is this is cool like i can yeah. do this and yeah like there's so much of my audition that they did a show like, i sang another song like there's so much that it like, gets cut out the oh, show and they like yeah. make it mm-hmm. obviously they have to like narrow it down and stuff but my whole audition lasted like I think like twenty minutes. Oh my god! I know. On TV, they show like thirty seconds. Yeah, 30 I know. Seconds. Like they kept like talking to me and like asking me about like my whole life and just mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy to see like what makes the TV show. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about your audition? Like stood out to them? I don't know. I like look back at it and I like cringe because I feel like <laughs> that's like with every performance. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think I I played piano, which was a little mm-hmm. different. I don't know what stood out to them. Dude, I don't know why, but I was like, I watched you, and I watched you walk out. I was like, this girl just is it. Like, Really? Yeah. Oh, it was so weird. You. And then every single time you came out with your, like, cute outfits, I was like, okay, she has the style. She has the voice. Like, you're beautiful. And Thank then you. you're literally just like, Thank you. Girl. No, I tried to, like, show out the outfits. That, that was so always- good. <laughs> Can we talk about the outfits? Oh my god. No, I would put so much thought into them because I was like, okay, I need to stand out and I feel yeah. like fashion is just like another way to express yeah. yourself. So I was like always trying to show out the outfits. Like people would be like, mm, you're doing too much. I'm like, no. 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 The outfits yeah, wise, like did you bring in your own clothes or did they like No, so they them? never the last round where I was wearing like an all like leather look they did that because mm-hmm. like once you get into the live shows they oh, start signing you okay but no before it's all you and and i was like working with my friend elvira who like would help me mm-hmm. like we like, put together cute outfits but yeah no it's all it's all you so and they would always like <laughs> they would always like give me a hard time they'd be like are you sure that's not too sheer i'm like 
No. My like, favorite was the pink one. I love and it. Then, yeah, they um, would be like they were like, We're gonna be outside, like are you sure it's not gonna like the wind is not gonna I'm like Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I got, I got it. it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> How did you kind of find your own like personal style with fashion? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm still like kind of mm-hmm. playing around with it, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's like anything that I love wearing things that like people look at me weird for. Like I was just in Poland and mm-hmm. I would wear like the weirdest outfits and people would just kind of look at you funny because yeah. in Europe everyone kind of has like the same style yeah, no, 100%. and I would love it I'd be like okay like people are looking at me weird like they love that for yeah. me but um <laughs> anything that's just kind of like out of the box I still want to like push myself a little more I feel like I can do more mm-hmm. but um I don't know like I love I'm definitely like a more like edgy feminine style mm-hmm. like yeah I would always wear like leather or yeah um just something like a little edgy but then still have like the girly cutesy side yeah and your makeup too really so good yeah oh my god no I was like struggling today because I like wanted to (laughs) I wanted to wear like a cute eyeshadow and then I was like "Mm," but whatever I just wanted to thank you you're welcome yeah I would do do my own makeup on the show yeah except for the last round but yeah and that was so hard because it had to last all day so I was like putting so much setting spray on (laughs) but you're basically waking up at like 5 a.m. Call times at like 6 a.m. and then you're there till like 10 p.m. Like, what do you do between like the times? Because there's no waiting. Like, like you're like there? watching people, especially like before when there's so many like hundreds of people. It's like mm-hmm. you're watching all of them. Yeah. And yeah. you're and they would always put me at the end, like Hollywood week. I was always kind of like the last person to go. Yeah. And I would watch everyone and like shit my pants because I was just like oh my god they're amazing why are they leaving like mm-hmm. it was crazy and yeah it was like the, the waiting made things so much worse there was yeah. one round where I went second and it was the best thing ever because mm-hmm. I was just like okay I gave him my all like, yeah because you're not in your head happens. all day yeah, yeah like being in your head was I mean oh my god I like threw up before one of the really? one of the performances because they like make it like mm-hmm. like stressful yeah. you know but yeah no I, I like learned how to deal with the nerves as the season went by but the first few rounds were really brutal you have like a pre-show like ritual that you do like before every performance i try to just like i never want anyone around me for like before like i go on stage like the first like 15 minutes which Mm -hmm. there it's kind of hard because there's like camera like whatever but like when i'm doing my own shows i like don't want anyone around if it's like my best friend nobody like Mm -hmm. i just want to be like in my you know like yeah yeah my head and stuff I do vocal warm-ups just kind of just like get myself in the right mindset um try to deliver mm-hmm. and um really like get into the message of the songs or whatever it is yeah. um like have like a purpose when I go on stage so I don't know I think it's more of like a mindset thing yeah. just like kind of calming down yeah my thoughts what was your favorite song to perform it's actually funny because it's the song that I sang like before I left the show was um, If I Were Your Woman. Um, with the fly. <laughs> yes, with the fly. But that was like my favorite arrangement. I feel like I was so hands on with everything. And that was like when they have the whole band. And like you can, mm-hmm. like you have more of a voice then because there isn't as many people. So they like mm-hmm. actually like spend okay. more time with you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like I always look back at performances and I judge myself and I'm so yeah. critical. But with that performance, I'm like, okay, I even killed that with a fly yeah. in front of my face. So. When you left the show, did that, like, make you, like, unmotivated to, like, continue? Or was that, like, more of a motivation? No, honestly, 
like the whole process is so crazy like you're seeing so many people like there's thousands of people that audition so I got to top 20 which is like pretty far yeah. so I was like okay like I'm proud of myself mm-hmm. and also like I love Idol so much but I wanted to get as far as I can but like not completely be tied to it like my whole life like I think there's nothing wrong with being like okay Kyra from Idol and I feel like right. I just got off the show so that's gonna happen but yeah. like I don't want that to be tied to my name yeah. in like five mm-hmm. years well also like Gabby Barrett she didn't win did she when I no know? no no and she's like yeah huge. a lot of the people that like don't get first place like yeah. actually have a Are, really good yeah like I feel off. like I yeah. don't know a lot of people that got, like Kelly Clarkson is that like the first one right yeah, I feel like no, she, I she, she, won. she was like she the won. biggest like one when, that actually won after yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, That's like there's true. not that many. I yeah. feel. That I feel was like, like the in the beginning ones, yeah. of the, but they still do like amazing things. It's mm-hmm. just that like I feel like that American Idol is like tied to your name, yeah. so which isn't a bad thing. But I kind of like want to do like more an artist thing and not just yeah. be like a singer. But yeah. I'm, I'm like really happy that I did though it was like honestly such a great experience yeah. But, yeah yeah do you think you gained a lot of like your following from that yeah for sure uh I've noticed like such a big difference even in like my engagement mm-hmm. people are so nice and supportive and especially when I got kicked off the show not kicked off like I got <laughs> I don't know, kicked, like, off. kicked off kicked off <laughs> yeah yeah so nice and I was just like what the hell like, they, like, started, like, a whole Reddit thread, and, like... Not the thread. I know! They were, like... I was just, like, okay. Okay, well, thank Aww. you. But, yeah, I feel like, honestly, the fact that I got eliminated, that eliminated... That's better, yeah. There we go. Kicked there off. we go. Kicked off. <laughs> I didn't do anything or kicked off, but um, when I got eliminated, it was, like... Honestly, I gained more followers that mm-hmm. night yeah. than, like, yeah. the whole season yeah so people were like really standing behind me and being like no like robbed it's fine guys no worries (laughs) but yeah no like people are just so sweet even now like after when i'm like releasing music and stuff Mm -hmm. like they're just so they're like still there so yeah have you ever had like an experience where like you got stopped in the street for like pictures or like anything like that honestly weirdly (laughs) enough always at the airport okay which is really weird like i was i forgot my I think it was like my passport on the flight or something like that or on the plane (laughs) and I went back uh, I went to like go talk to the flight attendant and she was just like wait I got you from somewhere I'm like well can you go on the plane to get my passport I'm like cutting (laughs) I like used it a little bit but um yeah no always at the airport um and like yeah it's happened a few times Mm -hmm. especially like the I was in Tennessee not too long ago I think that's like their main demographic like the Mm -hmm. south I don't know because yeah like that's where like I really got it but then in LA I feel like it's not as much because I feel like everyone's famous here yeah (laughs) people don't even react (laughs) to those things but yeah that's sick um I guess we can start talking about your music yes I first off I love your new single thank you thank you so much but you have an EP right yeah. So, kind of talk a little bit about, like, the process. Well, I released my EP two years ago, but I just released two songs, mm-hmm. um, Put Me First, and then I just released a song with the DJ Lover in mm-hmm. Poland. Yeah. Um, but I'm, like, working on, I think I'm going to be releasing singles right now, mm-hmm. just because I think people's attention spans are a little, they're getting shorter. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Like, I, honestly don't think people listen to albums like full-length albums anymore unless you're like a diehard fan yeah that's what i was gonna say yeah (laughs) so i think singles are just like 
better right now for people yeah. to digest. Mm-hmm. It's easier to do like TikToks with it. But yeah, I'm definitely working on music. I have like a lot of exciting things coming up. But um, yeah, yeah. I feel like Put Me First has been so different though from like your EP. Totally. So how did you like find like that style? So that's the edgier style is kind of like what I started out with music. Okay. So like I said, like when I had my first band, that was rock music. It was like we were singing like Guns N' Roses, Aerosmith, like very like classic mm-hmm, yeah. rock. And then when I moved to LA and like we kind of broke up, I started diving into R&B because I really respected the singers. Like they were, you know, they, they were singing. And yeah, I was like, yeah. okay, I want to do that. So I was like studying all these like Jasmine Sullivan, like yes. like all of these amazing mm. singers. Um, and then I kind of like hit a point where I just wasn't feeling inspired anymore by that music, like making the music. <laughs> Did you hear me <laughs> I haven't eaten. <laughs> Guys, I haven't, I haven't eaten. <laughs> um, <laughs> we just get a sip of water. <laughs> so let's put something in me. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I was... I was with my producer and he was just kind of like, how did you get into music? Mm-hmm. I said rock music. And then we kind of like started out with that. So mm-hmm. Put Me First is like the first single that kind of has that new style to it yeah. that I'm going to keep going with. I don't know if things are going to change in a few years, but like right now I feel really like happy and yeah. I feel it's just like easier. It comes to me easier. Mm-hmm. It feels better. I love performing it live. Like like the kind of like edgier style yeah I also kind of portrayed like on idol as well yeah so I was gonna say I think it just fits your like tone you have such a different tone and I think that's also what stood out to me thank you Mm -hmm. it's very raspy but it's so pretty thank you yeah no I I love R&B and I feel like I still kind of use it in like certain runs that I do in my songs and stuff like that but I think like the edgier genre is it's where I feel the best yeah and out of all your songs what would you say is like the your most like favorite lyric that you've written lyric oh no um i don't know because like my previous songs i feel like i was still young and i was scared to talk about my personal experiences and also like i didn't have like a lot of personal experiences that like happened to me like in love like yeah yeah. you you got your heart broken like once and it was Mm -hmm. by someone that does not need to be like it's fine Yeah, yeah but now it's like i'm getting older i'm having these like experiences and relationships and like dealing with jealousy which is kind of like what put me first is about mm-hmm. i'm like excited to like write about it more i feel like i have more knowledge and yeah like, yeah um but put me first in general is like my favorite song lyrically that i've written in a while which i wrote with my friend brooke day but i feel like it like really put together all my thoughts and yeah. honestly it was a form of therapy because after i was like damn i'm kind of crazy like i don't have to be doing all that like it's fine but yeah i love that song i love how you said it's a form of therapy because like music for me is therapy but i can't even imagine like getting to write it and then sing it and then hearing like the audience like the crowd sing it back to you yeah oh well it's like it's so cool because you can go into a session and i'm like friends with the writer and i was just like i'm feeling this way like Mm -hmm. i don't know why like this is like blah 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 and i just like rant and then mm-hmm. we're just like okay let's put this into words so that was literally the song like I was feeling so like insecure and jealous and it was like my first I mean I've been in relationships before but yeah. this was like the first time that I was like in love with someone mm-hmm. and um this person had like a long relationship before and I was just always like okay well they were together for so long that's his first love like mm-hmm. like does he ever think about her like mm-hmm. does he ever like if he looks at me like does he see her like it's right. like all these like insecure yeah. annoying thoughts that you have and it's like he's the first person that I felt like like that strong yeah. love with so I'm like 
oh my god if we ever break up like I'm definitely gonna be seeing him and like my yeah. other friends but um so it's just like it's basically the song is about that it's, it's just being so jealous but yeah. it's fine <laughs> was it <laughs> scary to be like vulnerable and like putting stuff like that out there knowing like you would probably listen I played the song yeah. for him and he was like played it for us. Yes. <laughs> Wait, are you guys together? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but I was just like, I was like, oh my god, I wrote this song. Like, I really love it. And it's like, there's such like specific lyrics. And then yeah. like, if you listen to it, there's like a reference to like a five-year relationship. It's like, mm-hmm. right. you know. Right. So he was just like, interesting. Love these lyrics. Like, <laughs> what are you writing about? I'm like, I don't know. Just some guy. But um. it's so like, it's crazy because. I also have like so I have so many like demos that I haven't released yet, but there was like one specific song about my family and like kind of getting into like all of the trauma mm-hmm. that you know has like they've caused or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm still like that's the most personal song to do. Yeah. yeah. I showed my mom, she bawled her eyes out, and I'm like, I don't think I'll ever release it because I just don't want my dad to hear it. Mm-hmm. But then also like every time I play it for people, they're like, This is why you need to release yeah. it because it's like it's out of your comfort zone. You're saying things that are so personal, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, like yeah. you're right. I should probably should. Like that's like yeah. your job as an artist to like put all these feelings into like a song, and then have people relate to it. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. That's the goal. So yeah. whenever I'm like afraid to put something out, I'm kind of like, okay, wait, that might be a good thing. Yeah. But it's definitely hard wait. to put all your business out there. <laughs> Is that one that you teased on TikTok and deleted really, really quick? <laughs> I don't remember the lyrics, but I just know that I was like, this sounds so good. I'm going to go back and listen to it. And it was deleted. So was <laughs> Not like, that. I was, I was like, like oh, mm, maybe I'm just going to process this a little yeah. longer. But um, yeah, maybe I'm going to post that again. But we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully. I do, that really yeah, I do that a lot. I cannot be deleting things like that. Yeah. But I do it a lot. Well, I'm just such a lyrics person. So like, same. Like you said, like, it's so like real easy to relate. Yeah. To the hard yeah and yeah all that. no for sure I think I think people are paying attention to lyrics now more than ever because mm-hmm. there's yeah. so much music coming out so they're actually looking at the quality of the music yeah when like before I feel like it was more like mm, this is a catchy melody cool like mm-hmm. I can play this which still love that but I feel like people like want to feel something now mm-hmm. and like Olivia Rodrigo is great at that I feel like yeah. her lyrics are so like spot on yeah. and you can like mm-hmm. really like feel something um but yeah. Who would you say are like your musical inspirations? Oh, <laughs> uh, I love Miley Cyrus. Yes. She's like my main. I feel like your raspiness is kind of like matches. Yeah, I love her. She's like the best. Um, I love Arctic Monkeys, yes. uh, okay. Kings of Leon, The Neighborhood, bands like that. Um, I also love like Olivia Rodrigo. Um, yeah, I like listen to so much music, yeah. but. For my music, I think, like, the Arctic Monkeys uh, neighborhood vibe is, like, mm-hmm. my vibe. Yeah. If you can, like, collaborate with anyone, who would you want it to be? Oh, my God. <laughs> Probably Miley. That's, like, that would be insane because I'm obsessed with her. But, like, it would also be cool to do, like, a like a male feature. But I don't know who. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm trying to think yeah. of, like. I know. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't know. I just have to start managing that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you talked about manifestation. Like, I don't know. I assume journaling is what you do. There's like so many different ways. I'm like yeah. so into this, and I try to like put my family on. They're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't understand when I talk theory. about that stuff. But I like my aunt was trying to pass the bar exam, okay. and I and she like tried like two times, and she's like literally like superwoman. She has 
um, a, a kid with disabilities and like she's still trying to pursue her career as like a lawyer and I'm like obsessed with her she's literally a queen she was like going into this and I'm like your mindset is not right like you have to start manifesting like act like you already passed right she was just like okay whatever I'm not saying I did it but she like went into it with a different mindset and she passed and she's like thriving and opened up her new like firm and I and I always tell everyone I'm like it's literally all your mindset Sometimes I, like, act like I've already accomplished something mm-hmm. before I even started. <laughs> like, I I don't know. Like, I act like I've, re- like, I'd, like, be driving my, like, beaten up Mazda. And I'd be yeah. like, mm, I'm actually driving a Tesla. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you have to just, like, put yourself there and yeah. have such a positive attitude, attitude yeah. towards everything. Because that's, like, what you put out into the universe. And that's yeah. what you get. I like, totally am, like, a believer in that. Oh, oh my too. God. We're because, literally the same. Yeah. yeah. Talk about it's it just, like, there's... I just think, like, it, it, it's, like, you, you play tricks with your mind. And yeah. It's just... I don't know. I think it works. Um, it's worked for me. Uh, I always tell my mom. My mom's so negative. And, I'm, and she, <laughs> she has the... She has, like, the idea that she wants to think, like in a negative way so that when something good happens yeah. she's more excited oh, yeah. and I feel like that's such like an old mentality yeah. and I'm like no like don't do that she's like no because then I'll just be disappointed if it doesn't right. happen I'm like well don't think that you're gonna get disappointed like yeah. there's like so yeah. much to unravel there but um yeah like my main thing is even just like thinking about it journaling um I always set like um goals for like the um for the month or the year or whatever mm-hmm. um but I think mainly it's just, like, putting yourself in that situation, just acting like you're already there. Yeah. I think that's, like, the best thing that you could do. It's, like, yeah. visualizing it. So. Yeah. No, I mean, we literally did that. Yeah. <laughs> did that. Um, I was, like, we're getting ready to see Justin Bieber today. Yeah. And then we literally saw him last really? night. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no way. Where? I do that all the time. He was at a club. No way! Yeah. Oh, my God. So. See? Yeah, I do that all, all the time. time. No, Even anything. with this podcast, we were, like... Yeah, we're gonna have a great podcast one day, whatever. And then, like, yeah, like now, this, we have, yeah. This, um, now we have a guest. I know, guys. First <laughs> guest. Yeah. What would you say has been like your biggest like manifestation that you manifested that came true? Oh yeah. Ooh. Um, moving to LA is like the main mm-hmm. thing, and it's like I feel like the thing that people get mad at when it comes to manifesting is like you can't do everything by just like changing your mindset. Obviously, you have to work. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if not, everyone would do it. Like, yeah. Exactly. But like, there's so many things that could go wrong. It's like, it's good to just think positively. But I obviously worked to get here. But like, I live in like a really like, like not my dream apartment, but I live in a nice apartment. Like, I'm independent. I don't have to rely on anyone for like anything. Like, yeah. and I, that's just like the best position to be in. Yeah. A woman like providing for herself is like such an empowering thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I learned that from my parents is just like they got divorced and my dad was kind of a provider in the household, just mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, that's how it is in Poland and stuff. Mm-hmm. And my mom like had to like, really find herself and like it took like a year in order to get her own place and like blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I remember just looking at that, I'm like, that will never be me. Like, I need to 
I can't rely on a man. Yeah. You don't know when they're going to leave. You know what yeah. I mean? Girl, so this is relating too, too hard. <laughs> it's it's yeah. so true. Like, yeah. I think you, like, all you really have at the end of the day is, is yourself. And it's so important. Like, even if, like, a guy, if you, like, want to move in with someone, they're like, no, it's fine. I'll pay for everything. Hell no. Yeah. yeah. Like, if they're making more money, sure, like, like I can pay less, but I'm still going to contribute. Yeah, something. Right. Because then it's like, they can't just, like, take things away. You know what I mean? But, yeah, that's true. So, I just, I'm so big on that and sometimes it's a little like too much because a guy will take me on a date and I'll just be like no no it's fine I'll pay and they're no. like no <laughs> I'm like okay wait maybe you can continue yeah <laughs> but no. yeah I need to like learn how to maybe chill on that a little mm-hmm. bit and, like accept it sometimes yeah. but I think it's better to you know have things for yourself and yeah yeah yeah. yeah, I forgot what the question is, but I, just I don't even know I don't know what the question was. <laughs> it's, it's oh, okay. but I manifested for myself. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, yeah was basically my like just kind of being independent and like mm-hmm. not having to rely on my parents or like anyone. So yeah, good for you. You seem very like driven and motivated and like dedicated. So. Thank you. I think and it really shows. I think it's like the whole being raised by immigrants thing because yeah. they came with no money. Yeah, and like a five to or what is it nine, nine to five, five is like not existent because they would be working all okay, day like yeah. I would go home from school and my mom would take me to work and like like they had like one job in the morning and then one job at night yeah. like mm-hmm. it was like non-stop yeah so like seeing that I just thought like every person works that hard right and it would almost be like a guilt thing where it's like okay my parents came to America to like give me a better life yeah. mm-hmm. so like I need to start working immediately so yeah, yeah I was like always like a little finesse like I was like <laughs> I'll sing for you if you give me 20 dollars it's like oh, I love that like, that was me like <laughs> so yeah on my stomach you guys oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm so sorry something after this do you want to yes. okay let's go <laughs> I'm down so what do you have like planned for the future that you can share like do you have any like new music coming I know you just released something but yeah. do you have anything like that do you have any tours planned or so honestly I've been going to Poland a lot recently that's where my family's from I've been doing a bunch of shows out there um I have like a bunch of shows planned for December like a lot of like Christmas stuff which okay. I really love Christmas. Oh my god, yeah. so we're doing like a little tour thing um with other like artists from poland okay um we're going to chicago new york and new jersey um might be doing this like eh, i don't want to talk about it yet because it's not confirmed but Mm -hmm. going to another place in europe um and singing out there so just like i'm literally never in la anymore this is Mm -hmm. the first time i'm back in like a few months and i'm back for three weeks i'm so excited because i love having my routine like yeah i need to get better at traveling and having a routine and like yeah keeping myself accountable like work out and like eat healthy Mm -hmm. because every time i'm in a new place i'm like oh my gosh like let's try the food here because that's like part of the culture but i need to get better at that but i think it's just so hard like living out of your suitcase like i was in europe for a month and it was so and now you get so so bored of your clothes like you're like okay i need to go home i was when i was in poland for like i don't know how many weeks but I was, like, living in sort of, like, an apartment, so I had, like, a laundry unit, which is nice, but, like, tour is crazy because you, like, are living in a bus, and I don't know, like, I doubt they have laundry in there, so it's hard, like, kind of living out suitcase but yeah you have to get used to it if i want to do this yeah. for a when you <laughs> just toured were you in a bus or were you in like those little no vans? so i was actually i wasn't touring i was in poland for a few weeks okay. like doing a bunch of shows out there um promoting like the new song mm-hmm. doing like i was kind of like taking the train everywhere and mm-hmm. like going to different radio stations like doing all of that but okay i was kind of i was in one place but 
it's still like the flight, everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Flight. <laughs> yeah, the flight's not fun. So since our podcast is called That's So Us, what would like if we asked anyone or like they saw something and they'd be like, like that's so Cairo, like what would it be? Ooh, anything leather. I think that's like the main thing. Like yeah. I'm obsessed with the I'm like wearing leather shirts or shorts right now. I'm like always wearing something leather. It's like my thing. I don't know what else. I think that's like the main thing I would say. It's a good yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. it. <laughs> well thank you so much again yes. for coming on um before you leave do you want to shout out like your socials where we can find you listen yes. to your music um my instagram is k-a-e-y-r-a and that's my tiktok too you can just look that up and it'll come up awesome. well thank, thank you. you thank you thank you